Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I'm your host, Tasha Chen. And as you know, every conversation of this podcast will always be geared towards reminding you that you deserve to have wealth with ease. Today's episode is sponsored by Starcox, your business building dream team for business owners who want it all but can't do it all. Whatever is taking time away from your zone of genius in your business, let Starcox handle that. Whether you need branding, social media management, systems and automations, website or landing pages, sales and marketing, content creation, and more. Shemahan Jesse and their team of experts are your one-stop solution to implement the projects that have been keeping you stuck while you focus only on your favorite parts of your business. Get unstuck today and scale your business with the Starcox Dream Team. Hey, ladies, goddesses of wealth, welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I am with Chad Brown today, and I am just going to humbly prepare you for a mind-blowing conversation. Oh, jeans, don't build it up. (laughs) And so I'm being humble, and so is Chad. (laughs) So let's dive right in. Chad is a leadership an engagement expert, and he is a podcast host for Naked Leadership. And what we're going to talk about today is going to go here, there, and everywhere, but it's going to really center around some of the things that I think, you know, Chad, you can add value to that I think our women really feel challenged by in their own leadership journey. Yeah. Right? All right. So I'm going to start with a, I think a little bit of a mind twister of a question, which is, let's go. As you think of your personal definition of wealth, podcast is permission to be wealthy. As you think of your personal definition of wealth, what do you think is included in that definition that is just unique to you that the world at large might not consider a part of their definition of wealth? Okay. Um, I see wealth personally. I mean, obviously, I love that you asked this question because I think you you'll find you probably get a different answer from every person every single time you <laughs> ask, ask it, which is amazing. For me, it's a very holistic experience. Mm-hmm. So if um, so, right at first, it starts with me, yeah. the center of me, my heart. How am I with myself? Yeah, uh, am I leading myself well? Am I Am I engaged in self-care? Yeah. Um, Then it goes out to my family. Are my relationships with my family healthy, thriving, fun, you know, all of that sort of stuff? Then it would go out to my business. Yeah. The the bank account. Is the bank account healthy? Sorry, physical body is before that too. Yeah. Am I physically healthy? Yeah. Do I feel like I could go run down a soccer field with my son? Yeah. You know what I mean? That sort of stuff. So it starts center for me and then goes out from there to family and then to and then to business. And then ultimately, you know, community is one thing that I'm really opening my eyes to. Mm. Um, it, it hasn't I've been so focused on my business. Yeah. And so focused on my family. Yeah. That I've I think for a good portion of my life, I've neglected the power of healthy community. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'd have to include that too, is healthy relationships within a community that I feel valued and that I'm giving value to. Oh my gosh. Okay. Part B of the question, which I was going to totally just unarm you with, but you already answered. Um, I like to keep it real because in this context, there is a woman listening who thinks invariably you or I, we have it all figured out. <laughs> right? So. 
I'd like to keep it real by asking this question was, as you get clarity around your definition of wealth, like what do you, what would you say is like, you know what, Tasha, but if I'm being honest, this is the way that I, 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 I'm kind of missing the ball right, you know, oh. right now. And what I hear you saying is I've had the awareness that it's the value of community. Sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's one of them. And I've got like 15 others. <laughs> I told you what I tell you, right? I love that. But yeah. you, I mean, we don't have to get into it. It's just the acknowledgement yes. that, hey, just so you know, like I am a human in progress yes. and I know what my definition of wealth is. I'm striving towards achieving it and I'm, I'm falling short a little bit in some ways, just as much as I'm achieving in others. Lifelong, right? Yeah, hopefully, absolutely. absolutely. Hopefully it's a lifelong yeah. journey. Otherwise, what is there? Yeah. If I don't know, like if I'm not striving for wealth in some area for the rest of my life, yes. I'm not quite sure I want to be alive. Okay, like can we can we pause and go off on a dungeon on just that? Please, let's go. For the next like 30 minutes, if I'm not striving for wealth in some area of my life, it's almost as if I don't even know if I deserve to be alive. Not right? deserve. I don't know if I want to be. If I want to be alive. Well, let's, I mean, what's the purpose? What, what's the point? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just don't, I don't buy the idea of an arrival point. Yeah. Um, each arrival point has a new summit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so uh, if, I just couldn't imagine it, but if there comes a time in my life where there's not another a challenge to face, I just don't know. I don't know that that's worth it. Oh, man. I love that. Okay. I know everyone's feeling inspired right now. And I want to dive into another thing that I learned about you that I think you can really contribute to our audience, which is as women, and I'll speak for me, maybe you all aren't like this and it's just me. You're alone. I bet. You're the only one that's ever had this problem. That's ever had this problem. But when I met my husband, you know, like smart man that he is. He said, one of the things I'm looking forward to learning about you is how you handle conflict. Mm. And I went, I'm never going to forget. I was on the phone and I went, oh, my God. And I go, Tasha, just be honest. Just be honest. Just be honest. Right. And I said, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. This is going to be the growth area for me in our relationship because I fear conflict. I fear it. I hate it. I want to run away from it. Yes. And the more I serve women, the more I realize that that is something that many of us have in common is that we we are we are afraid of conversations or situations or, you know, experiences that cause conflict. And so we avoid them. Yes. Now, my husband is like, oh, I can't wait for us to have our first conflict. I'm like, you have issues. (laughs) Right. I love him. But I love him already. To know you, I'm like, here is this dude being like, oh, yeah. What did did it say? It's like, I I thrive in difficult conversation. Yes. And I would love if you could just talk a little bit about that and think of, you know, many women who are probably not experiencing their version of wealth and wealth creation. Yes. Simply because they can't do this well. I see it all the time. Mm. I see it all the time. And it's not that they can't do it well. Yeah. It's that they choose not to. Yeah. And that's, that is a very, uh, it's a very important distinction for me to make in this conversation because the power is within you. Yeah. Well said. It's nobody else has the power to stand in conflict other than you. And Mm. it's there when you're ready to engage it. I, I firmly, firmly believe that. And sometimes you know, it can be an ed- it can be an educational 
challenge, right? Maybe mm. there are some things that we can learn, some actions that we can do or engage in that help us in conflict. But ultimately, it's us deciding. So what I say is conflict is the only path to intimacy. Pause. What is that? Tweetable. <laughs> conflict is the only, only, only path to intimacy. Now I understand my husband's question. Everything. That's why I love him. Because everything else is a fantasy. Wow. Because all we have is conflict. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because we are autonomous human beings with desires. And, yeah. you know, we and and when when human beings come together, yeah. the only thing that exists for us to build on is conflict. Mm. Right. So think about for yourself. Think about the people that you're closest to in your life. Yeah. Like your ride and die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've probably gone through some pretty tough stuff. Yes. With them. Yes. That's not by mistake. It's by design. Mm. So if we can choose to be in conflict in a meaningful way, we have a chance of creating deeper intimacy with the people that we're in conflict with. Now, I'm a, a leadership coach. Yeah. I work with company founders. Yeah. So to hear me start talking about creating intimacy, yeah. some people are like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. right? Yeah. And for me, intimacy is just the connection that we have. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I cannot connect with you unless we can be in conflict in a meaningful way. Yeah. It's life-giving. That's why I say I thrive in it. Uh. It's not that it's easy for me. No, so don't. And I think that's really a really good qualifier yes. and distinction, right? Because I think my fear with conflict is that I, I, it, it's not easy, right? Right. And so to hear you say I love it, but it doesn't mean it's easy for me, right? <laughs> Helps me. Okay, but you're an entrepreneur, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're not for easy, <laughs> right? Amen. Right? Yeah. So don't kid yourself. Yeah. Just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not worth it or meaningful. Yes. Right? So yes. all of the, everybody listening to this, you, I mean, they're powerful entrepreneurs who have chosen a difficult road. I'm just going to say that. Yes. Being a business owner, yes. being a, a company founder is a difficult struggle. Yes. That's kind of the reason we do it. Yeah. And so to to opt out of conflict because it's hard. Come on. That's inconsistent. Yeah. Be in it because it's hard. Yeah. Thrive in it. Get life from it because it because of the challenge of it. Yeah. So can you think of a like real life story here where either with your client or with yourself? Because, you know, the way I asked you the question was how when we avoid conflict, it might be impacting our ability to create wealth. Yes. Right. And I think that somebody listening to this might go, I get it, you know, in the context of intimacy and in a relationship that's like a romantic relationship. Sure. But like if we could tie that back to this is how I, I have seen and you you told this beautiful story this morning about uh, one of your clients that was not able to grow his business to the capacity that was available because he was in, he was like having that conflict thing with the with because the of lack of intimacy, a lack of intimacy. Right. Yes. Yeah. And his people like I don't know if you you know, I for me, that was conflict. It was absolutely. So, yeah. Can you talk about that? Conflict avoidant. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. drive hard towards the vision. Don't ever pay attention to where people are, where we don't agree, what, you know, all of that sort of stuff. It's absolutely one of the key components of that. 
was his avoidance of the conflict. Yes. You know, and if he was willing, I guess I'll give a little, give a little background, a brilliant financial planner in the Midwest, top of his game, Yeah, really sought after waiting list to be one of his clients. This guy has got it going on and his team was miserable. Yeah. And he couldn't understand for himself why they were so lazy, why they weren't committed. You know, why, 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 why all of these things. Yeah. And ultimately what we, what I, as we worked together and really questioned what was going on for him, he realized that he was using these people as a tool for what he wanted. Not what their purpose was in life and align that with the vision of the company. Right. Now, in order to do that, though, you're going to have to face some conflict. Yeah. Because there's going to be inevitably people are going to show up in a way that you don't want them to show up Mm -hmm. or doesn't fit into what you think they They should should be be doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah. And he was avoiding those conversations, not navigating them well putting them off or if they needed to be had, he was like a, a pit bull in a china cabinet. Mm. And, you know, these are all avoidance techniques in yeah. conflict to yeah. just get through it rather to rather than be in it. Yeah. Um, so the opportunity is to actually the invitation is there's nothing wrong with conflict. That's the lie that we've all been sold. Yeah. Is that there's something wrong yeah. And if you're in conflict, something's wrong. That's right. Right. And I say, if you're in conflict, everything is right. Ooh. That means you're moving. There's something beautiful on the other side of that. Yeah. And you have to be in it to 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 discover it. Yeah. To achieve it. You said it's different than a marriage. I say it's actually the same, same thing. Yeah. Wow. And just because I want everyone listening, I have the benefit of having heard this this story with the client example all the way through. Um, you know, I, I want you to have the benefit of just hearing the value and the opportunity of becoming comfortable with what we perceive to be conflict and and it being hard is that this person had a very successful business that had an opportunity to be, you know, whatever, some multiplier, two times, 10 times, I don't know, but larger. And they couldn't they couldn't leverage that because of the limitations that they were experiencing with their team, right? And That's the conflict right. that was going. So he couldn't fulfill his big vision because of the conflict that was occurring within the team. And once this was resolved, like you can take on the world. And I think maybe we we don't have a team of 20, 50, and you know, 25. But even if you look at within our families as a team or, you know, the people that we partner with in our business as as thinking of it as these are just other humans that I mean I just I can go so far yes. with this conversation I'm thinking yes. about someone who's a referral partner for me and recently you know it seems like we're at odds but I don't know why yes right it's like she's just like not talking to me not responding and we were friends and I'm like what ha- what's happened what have I done that's what we always do yes. too like what have yes. I done what's wrong bad or broken with yeah. me yeah. it or them yeah right yeah. and that's what keeps us stuck yeah that's a self-made prison when we've got to make us wrong or them wrong or bad or broken or whatever it keeps us stuck in the conversation if we could just say oh actually this is perfect yeah because this it's like the X that marks the spot for the treasure. Yes. Right? And oh. the conflict is the X. Yeah. If you can go after that, 
yeah. and be with it, then there's something amazing on the other side right. of it. I guarantee it. Yeah. It's beckoning to you. It is, it's like, it's the way to get like all weird about it. It's like the way the, the universe screams at us and says, your treasure is it's over right here. here. That's right. Oh my God. Joseph Campbell said, the treasure you seek is in the darkest cave you don't want to enter. Say that all the time. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I say that all the time. And so I just want to put that like as a thought. I like these, I, I like actionable things from these conversations. And and just as we are thinking about wealth creation and defining what that looks like for, for us, what if, what if that opportunity for our, for for each of us to create wealth, however we define it, is marked by where we're experiencing conflict. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love that. And I want to I wanna bring up something else that um, I had from our conversation earlier. And that is, you said, you never set goals. Nope. Tell me about that. So it's a little flippant. It's a little like clickbaity. Okay. I'll be honest. Clickbait us. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a truth behind it that I think is unique. Okay. And the truth is this, is that I would, I'm, I'm far more interested in discipline than I am goals. What I mean by that is we think, especially it can be really sexy in business to talk about the big wins. Yeah. Right. The, the milestones, yeah. uh, uh, this much revenue, this yeah. much profit. I'm seven figures. I'm yeah. eight figures. Yeah. You know, all, and, and that we were, we really, um, worship that mm. as a culture of yeah. entrepreneurs and but that's not but but that is none of that happens without the little decisions and disciplines that we make every single day mm. so the the context that i put this in that most i think most people can relate to and hopefully this brings it home and i think it's universal yeah is health going to the gym yeah. working out yeah right so how often, and I've done this a million times, yeah. and I know a million people who have done it. I don't yeah. know a million people, but I know a <laughs> lot of people who have done it, Yeah, is that they get all excited about getting into shape, right? Yeah. And it's, you typically there's a goal. Oh, I'm mm. going to lose this much weight. I'm going to lift this much weight. I'm going to run this race. I'm going to, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And it's no secret. Anybody listening to this knows that these kinds of goals and resolutions are the are the least followed through. Yes. I don't know about the least, but they're they're very often not followed through. Yeah. Where they break down often because what happens? You you make the goal, you get excited about it, and then you don't make the progress that you think you should. Amen. And yep. you quit. Yeah. Or sometimes even worse, you actually get the goal. And what now? Yeah. Then you quit. Yeah. And you go back to where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so for me, instead of setting those goals, I get focused on the discipline, the action, the every single day action. And I forget about the big win. So for me, what I tell myself every single morning at 5.30 a.m. is that you are the guy that works out five times a week for the rest of your life. Wow. You are the guy that works out five times a week for the rest of your life. Right. I don't care if you get fat. I don't care if you get skinny. I don't care if you get strong. I don't care if you win a race. Whatever it is, I don't care. That doesn't matter. You're the guy that works out 
five times a week for the rest of your life. I want to jump out of this chair and squeeze you and sing hallelujah and do all the things. And I did not think that's where you were going to go, right? When I saw this, I was like, I cannot wait to ask him about goals because I teach. I actually, I am not a fan of goals at all. Yeah. I am a fan of intentions. Yes. Right? So I love what you, your response was was totally different. But what I love is it's such a contribution to this, which is I'm more interested in discipline than I am in goals. This is the thing I'm committed to doing. Yes. Right. It's like I, I just I'm not a runner at all. And I sign up to do a 5K and we use an app to like follow along. Yeah. And I was I mean, I came home. We were in Hawaii on vacation. So, again, I am also not the person who runs on vacation or works out at all <laughs> on vacation. And we're in Hawaii and I run back to the hotel room. And I'm like, I am your wife who just ran 20 minutes yeah. right, nonstop. And what I realized from that process was that thing that you talk about, which was honestly, I didn't care about the time I made when I actually ran the race. And care about anything other than how proud I was of myself yes. for keeping the discipline of running three times yes. a week for eight weeks. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so I teach from the book called The Science of Getting Rich. Those are the principles that mm. we all use to create the results that we have in our lives. And one of the things that The Science of Getting Rich says is by action you receive. Yes. It is the only way, period, That's end it. of story. You're like, you can do all the right things, but if you don't take action, you will not receive. Yes. And I think I understand that so well that what I love about the way you framed it is I realize one of the keys to my success is my commitment to just being in action. Yes. Always in action. That's Always. my discipline thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I mean, the, the, the parallel to business is uncanny. You can instantly take it from that example and say, okay, I've got all of the, I've got this vision of what I want my work to be. I do. I yeah. have a vision of what I want my work to be with yeah. founders and how, you know, how much I want to spread my message. But all that matters is yeah. that I wake up tomorrow and yeah. get, go into the office and make the phone calls. Yes. Yes. And connect, make the connections and do the actions and, and read the book and journal. And, you know, all of, that's the only thing that's going to actually get me there. Yes. So what the, what's the point of this? <laughs> Yeah. You know, and and so I just think you know it's a little a little bit of crass uh, uh, description, but I think so many goals can become mental masturbation, mm. where it's just like you can almost. And this is this is neuroscience. This isn't just me talking. Is that we can actually get a hit of mm. endorphins by setting a goal, mm. and actually we can our brain is tricked into believing that we accomplished something. Yeah. Just by setting the goal. Just by setting the and goal. And going yeah. and telling everybody. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you get that hit. Yeah. And it can actually turn off the creativity and the drive in the brain. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we need another three hours. And <laughs> this has been incredibly valuable. I knew it would be. I knew we were going to go into like depth that 20 minutes is just not enough for. And I want to thank you humbly for um, just all the places that we went and your contribution to everyone listening. And to ask you, in your definition of wealth and your yeah. purpose, what is, um, you know, in this moment in time, sitting here in front of me, when you think of your vision and your purpose, yes, like what would be a dream? Like, I know you're not into, it's not, it's not a goal. It's just like, you know what, Tasha, in this moment, 
if I looked out that door and my vision had materialized fully, this is what it would look like and feel like for me. What's yeah. that? Uh, it would be to be in the lives of as many company founders as possible that are looking to make the biggest difference they can in the world. Mm. I, I see myself as the guy behind, I, like the corner man is kind of how I describe myself, right? So the founder is the one out in the boxing ring yeah. making the difference. Yeah. And I get to be in the corner and just have go shoulder to shoulder with them, show them what they're not seeing. Yeah. Um, and, and to do that with as many poss- founders as I possibly can, that's my dream. Oh, I love it. And so it is. It's done. Right? Now we're just going to go take the disciplined action. Let's go. That's it. Chad, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to say or how can people find you to learn more about what you're you up know, to? My podcast is a great place, Naked Leadership. In fact, I was going to say, uh, we did an episode. It's I believe it's episode 145. Okay. Uh, where uh, I, I do the podcast with our two founders of our firm. Okay. And uh, I had a disagreement with them. I had a grievance. I had something that was really eating me up and bothering me was conflict. Right. And so when we got on, I had given an outline for the podcast. It was on some other topic. And when they got on, I said, you know, we're going to call an audible and I want to actually dive into this conflict with you live, not live, but recorded on the podcast. Yeah. They were completely surprised. They went with me. I mean, because that's, this is the work we do. Yeah. So we modeled how we are in conflict together. Okay. And you can, the the awkwardness is visceral. (laughs) The discomfort is, is, is there, but it's such a powerful conversation to display, even though it's hard. Yeah. You can be in it together. Yeah. And so that's where I would point people to, given the context Mm. of our conversation. Yes, I'm definitely going to check that out tonight. I want to hear conflict, like front row seats, seeing what that's like. That's right. I love it. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. It's such an honor.